Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. You know, when my beloved fur kid, JD, had end-stage liver failure, I wanted to head down to the vet every other day, maybe every day, to get some reassurance. You know, what should I do? What did I need to do? I had to drip him every day. And I was constantly worried that I was going to run out of those saline bags. It was such a difficult time and I felt most reassured when I was at the vets, right? But there was these long lines and JD didn't really like sitting in the back of the car. He was uncomfortable uh, to get to the vet. And then there was this long wait before we'd finally be able to see our vet. And I just wish that this platform that I'm talking about existed then. I think it would have brought me a lot of comfort. Pet parents, telemedicine has reached us here in Singapore. I'm going to find out if this new platform can save you time and money in the long run and yet still offer you access to great vet care. This is what happens when two siblings come together and one is a vet and the other is vice president at City's Investment Banking Division. Polyclinic is what it's called, not the polyclinic around the corner from where you live, but polyclinic, nice pun, P-A-W, polyclinic, a complete on-demand pet healthcare tech platform. Uh, Singaporean startup Jun Yong Tong and Dr. Rachel Tong are co-founders of Polyclinic. Siblings, good morning and welcome to Money and Me. Hi. Good morning, Michelle. Listen, I love telemedicine. But you know, when I video consult my doctor, I share my symptoms, I get my medicine delivered to my doorstep. Honestly, I can't live without it. But the thing with animals is they can't speak for themselves. And so pet parents are going to be describing what they observe as symptoms to the doctor. So would you say that a polyclinic video consult is good for some type of vet visits, but not necessarily acute care? Yeah, definitely not everything. So a teleconsult is supposed to complement in-clinic consult. So if you talk about video consult, say minor issues like skin problem, ear infection, that mm-hmm. should be okay over a video consult. Mm-hmm. But more serious issue, you definitely still have to visit a clinic. Right, for that you know, in-person assessment by the vet. But I can imagine how if you are on you know, chronic end-stage diseases and you need medicines quite frequently, uh, a teleconsult would be able to fit that pain point or, or fit that need quite well. Yeah, for chronic cases, especially like yourself, previously how you dealt with your own pet, um, say you already have all the necessary medication and sometimes you already knew, you already know what to do. You just need top up, mm. especially if a chronic, um, say a chronic condition is stable. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been visiting the pet, uh, the, the clinic um, for regular checkups. So in between, you just want a quick call to check with the vet, make sure you're doing everything correct mm-hmm. uh, or you need certain extra medication top up. You can use the teleconsult platform too. All right. So you're not the only vet that Polyclinic gives us access to, right, Dr. Tong? Yeah, we're not. We're not. So besides, so my clinic is Spring Vet. We are the affiliated clinic, obvious for obvious reasons. But other than that, we do have a lot, uh, quite a, a few other partner clinics. So some of the partner clinics, we have Gaia Vet, we have Ember Vet, we have Pack Doctors. We also have individual vets working with us. So some of them are like Dr. Wayne Lin, Dr. Lin Tan. Yeah. Wonderful. So, so it's really hard, especially after midnight when your vet, your pet is crying out and you're wondering, what do I do now? That taxi is going to cost me a lot. That after midnight care cost is going to be a big whopper. Uh, do you offer 24-hour connectivity yet? 
So until now, it, until about 2, 3 a.m., we are still working on having 24 hours fed on board the platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yes, you're right. As with 24 hours, because you, you, you would know a, a vet visit can be very expensive after midnight, especially mm-hmm. not just after midnight, after 9 p.m., say. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the, this platform may be useful to assess if you really need to spend the, the, the few hundred dollars for a, just a physical clinic consult or... You could make do and get um, a little bit of like that advice over the teleconsult and, and that way see if you could, you know, wait till the morning when normal clinic or your regular vet is open. Right. So it helps you tide over that night at least, you know, that you can reach out and get some advice on what to do. Um, but you're aiming for 24-hour connectivity, is that right? We are, we are. We're working on that, but okay. it's a little bit tough, you should know. Mm-hmm. Um, overnight care, especially with vet, sometimes we are just so so um, busy with clinic hours, like right. clinic work. So we're still working on, on being able to provide that 24 hours that um, online care. And so through your platform, would you be able to get access to, you know, an overnight vet where you can bring your animal physically to? Or is it sort of a referral and then you've got to wait the next day? How does it work? So I think, Michelle, one or two things will happen in a late night consult. So, I mean, as uh, Rachel mentioned, one, if it's a true emergency, mm. as of now, we do not have an emergency clinic on board. Uh, mm-hmm. We really like to have one. Uh, we're speaking to a few of them. Great. But what will happen if it's a true emergency is the vet will simply say, hey, Michelle, you need to go in right away. I'm going to cancel this telecon-consult. You'll not be charged, right? Okay. But okay. if it wasn't a true emergency, the vet will then use our platform to seamlessly refer the case into his or own clinic or any other clinic on our network uh, for the next morning. And when the pet parent comes in with his or her pet, within 48 hours of the original teleconsult, we offset the teleconsultation fee against the total in-clinic bill. Okay, so, got it. You know, one of two things can happen, but either way, as a pet parent, you know what to do. Go to the hospital right away or wait till the morning. At least you get some expert advice at that late hour. Now, I understand, Jun Yong, that you work at City. Are you still with their investment banking division? No, no. I left a year ago. You uh, left. When, when Polyclinic started. <laughs> okay, so what, I know what Rachel brings to the table as vet. What do you bring as co-founder? <laughs> well, I, I, I suppose I bring a lot of the business and finance experience uh, back when I was investment banker, you, you know, you obviously build out certain level of skills in, uh, you know, analytics and just being able to work and drive teams, ability to communicate, right? Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Then of course, attention to details. All of this come in, help me set and drive strategy for Polyclinic, right? Execute on the strategy, particularly around tech, customer acquisition, and then of course, just in order to make all of this yeah. uh, strategic initiatives happen, it's really about building and leading the team. What kind of tech do, does Polyclinic rely on? So we have two platforms, really, two mm-hmm. portals in a unified ecosystem, right? We have the VET application, which is an all-in-one platform for our VET and VET clinic partners to have everything that they need to practice veterinary telemedicine, right? So they can set their schedules, manage and perform the actual consultation, issue the prescriptions, issue the medical reports to pet parents, mm. uh, as well as make a referral for physical examination if you need to. So they now, can, they, you have technology that supports them to come on board your platform uh, while they can keep their own practice, their own physical practice. I, I, I just wonder in terms of information sharing, is the vet records then accessible to any other vet in your platform? Only when an active appointment is 
work with the vet. Okay. So in, in the event of appointment, the case has been closed, our vet partner can only assess his or own reports. So that way we keep the information very secure. But while it's it's ongoing, say I go to one vet on your, you know, through your uh, umbrella and then I decide to go to another one, that information is ported, that okay, other so vet would be example, able to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For example, if your pet has seen, say, Junyong, okay, yeah. he's a vet on board, and after that you book an appointment to see me, yeah. I will only be able to assess the, your pet's past record when you book an appointment with me. Right, right. So it's very secure. But because obviously I do need the yes. um, past medical record. But after the appointment is done, after I have already submitted my record, mm-hmm. then I will not have access to your pet's past record. But I can have access to my own record that I I actually return for your pet. Okay, but while it's ongoing, you do have access to the information of uh, previous vets' visits oh, with my yes, with yes. my dog. Because I can imagine that would save a lot of time. Yeah. Yes, yes mm. for sure. When there's an active appointment. So we want to make sure that that um, the, the data sharing is very secure too. Yeah. And Most, also it's very much yeah. needed, right? I'm yeah, sure if you think is. about it. Because particularly when, let's say, Rachel refers to uh, another vet, right? say me, if I was a vet, I need to be able to have that uh, history from the previous belly consultation for which the referral was made. Yeah, because as a, to... as a pet parent, it's so difficult when, when a vet expects me to be able to get the records. You know, I have to call the clinic and get them to fax it over, or email it over. And it's, a, it's time wasted when, you know, you want your pet to be able to be treated with all the information. So I think this is good what you're doing. Um, a lot of pet owners are concerned about costs. Can you share with me how your pet healthcare tech platform compares with a regular vet visit in terms of costs. Okay, um, I know I'm a vet, but I got to admit, <laughs> vet bills are not cheap, you know. Yeah. Um, but of course, with Polyclinic, what we want to try to do is to make uh, costs reasonable. So like what Junyon has already explained, if a teleconsult is not suitable for the pet, and if the pet, or if the pet is still not showing improvement, then the teleconsult fee paid will be offset against the total in-clinic bill when the pet visits the partner clinic within, 24, uh, within 48 hours. Yeah. Okay, and cost-wise, is it $40 regular hours? Um, okay. And then mm-hmm, tell us what it is. Um, with the normal hours up until about 9 p.m. daily, yeah. pretty much actually the vet and our partner clinics will set their own teleconsult fee. But what happens is after 9 p.m., there is a surcharge of 50% for the teleconsult fees that they set. So essentially, we are just like delivery for vets. But we let them set their own consult fee. It's up to them. Most of them set their own uh, teleconsult fee similar to their in-clinic physical consult fee. So, so it can um, vary. At the moment, yeah, and then yes, you, can you can see when you decide which vet to choose from, you can see what the teleconsult fee will be for each vet? For sure, for sure. Everything is, the teleconsult fee is displayed there before you book an appointment. You okay. can you, yeah, you can see all the vet teleconsult fees, all the clinic's consult fees, even uh, medications. While the vets are doing the teleconsult, the vets have access to the price of the medication so the owners are aware too. Everything Great. is um, yeah online. A lot of transparency. So Junior yes, was sure. talking to us about the backend and how it enables vets. But I suppose in terms of customer facing, I'll be looking at a video screen or through, through an app sort of that I can access on a computer or a smartphone. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So you can open up the pet owner portal. 
right, on your, whether it's on your desktop, laptop, uh, mobile phone, mm-hmm. right? So, and, and then on the pet owner portal, yeah, you, you get access to uh, video consultations. You can make a physical uh, appointment request. And at the time, and, and so if, say you go ahead and book a teleconsultation at the time of appointment, right? Simply log into the app again and then just click on join now and it takes you to the video call right away. And oh, after nice. the, the consultation, any prescriptions will be issued by our vet uh, through the platform. And on the owner application, you can simply just hit on, you know, buy prescription. And uh, once you make a payment, the drugs uh, will be on the way to you within a couple of hours. To add on, though, we are actually um, mm-hmm. coming up with the iOS and Android app. Ah, okay. That would be so useful. Yes, yeah. for sure. But today oh, is a yeah. progressive web app. So if you open up on your phone, it looks exactly, you know, it feels exactly like an app. Okay. Uh, we wanted to make it just way more accessible to uh, pet parents, right, all over Singapore. Simply go onto our website, mm-hmm. click on the link to our pet parent portal, and, you know, no downloads needed whatsoever, and... Fantastic. You just can navigate it to the web app and uh, take it from there. And then you can use the camera and point it to wherever Junior is having some difficulties, losing hair, scratchy butt, whatever it is. Point that video at him. Dr. Tong, was it you who noticed that owners in the U.S. bring their pets to the vet about two or three times a year for checkups? But it's different. What do pet parents here in Singapore do? Most of the time, pet parents in Singapore will only bring in when they're very sick or when they're showing obvious symptoms. The reason why in U.S. it's actually more, more common for owners there to bring them in more often mm-hmm. is also because the pet insurance there is very strong. Right. Um, unfortunately, I think our pet insurance here... Doesn't exist. Dismal. It exists, to be Does honest. it exist? Um, <laughs> That's a whole other show I have okay. to do. Okay. <laughs> so the thing is, uh, I think pet insurance in this part of the world they still focus on reactive care, meaning, you know, they cover surgeries, injuries, very serious cases. Uh, but what we are focused on is actually even before the pet falls sick, right? And, that, you know, therefore we're talking about preventative care or proactive health care, uh, which is, you know, the mindset that we're really trying to uh, inculcate in pet parents, quite frankly, not just in Singapore, but certainly around the region. Yeah, so... So the thing is, like, instead of waiting till they show symptoms, which is usually too late, I mean, I'm not sure about how you found out your pet had a um, liver issue, but most of the times owners will actually come in when they actually show symptoms. And, mm. and at that point, it's usually too late because the blood test will be all in a raid, the organs are starting to fail. Yeah. So what we want to do is to, to encourage owners, bring in, say, two, three times. Okay, why not once a year? Annual blood test, annual checkup. Right. You know, mm. Catch things, um, catch any illnesses before they actually show obvious symptoms. Because yeah. a lot of times, early, early... Um, Detection. Correct. Mm. And early issues will only surface with a blood test. Say, liver problem. A lot of times, owners will not be aware. There are many times I've done blood tests and um, I, it's just an annual checkup and they were shocked. They're like, oh, there's liver issue. Why? Mm. Yep. There's no symptoms. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There were no symptoms here at all. It was just exactly. r- really at the end stage when he was falling downstairs, and I thought it was he was getting older, and it was uh, you know something to do with his his limbs maybe. So yeah, 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 yeah. And then and also like what you say, symptoms can be very confusing. Yep. You thought it was the limbs. You thought he was getting weak, getting old, but turns out it was a liver failure. 
Yeah. yeah. And by that time, it was too late to do anything exactly. but help him with palliative care. Now, exactly. tell me about this startup. Your brother, your sister, you're walking together on this journey. What were some of the challenges that you face as entrepreneurs? Um, for me, I would say for, for the vet part, like initially, we had a lot of difficulty in getting vet on board. Hmm. Uh, um, I mean, I know I'm a vet. But Why? A lot of it expands their business. <laughs> a lot of vets are still a little bit uh, more old school, old fashioned in their thinking. They feel there's a need for a pet to be in clinic for them to see the, the pet physically instead of doing it over a video consult. So I think we really need to change this uh, mindset. I mean, it's time that our vet industry advances with technology to, to be, like, see, even human, for us human, we can see our doctor, our, our dentist uh, on teleconsult. So it's time that we, are, we, we need to provide telemedicine for pets too, you see. Mm. Yeah. So that's on the vet side, but Michelle, we have obviously two distinct set of users. So there's the vets and then of course there's a pet parents, right? Mm-hmm. So certainly, you know, from my perspective, it's also educating the pet parents on the importance of proactive healthcare, driving that awareness, right? Not even to use technology in your pet's healthcare journey, but just start on your pet's healthcare journey. You know, in the first place, right? Hmm, I can see how it'd be useful to start a relationship with a vet, you know, like a family vet. Exactly. I mean, you think about it in Singapore. I mean, there was a survey done recently, Mm -hmm. right? 40% of pet parents in Singapore just only see a vet as a last resort. They don't have a regular vet, right? I mean, they turn to Google, Facebook for uh, information about their pet's health. Right. And and even when their pet is very sick, they might not still take it to see a vet, which is obviously very concerning, right? And, yeah. and that's what we, we, we want to solve for, right? And, and, and on our platform, go on there, right? In fact, yeah, a long-term relationship with a vet who, who will become your, your, your lifetime partner via our platform can actually happen. And, and it has happened in many instances. That's wonderful. So we know you have an office in Indonesia as well. Is that right? That's right. We uh, actually just launched in Indonesia in uh, August. Mm. Wonderful. So we have, uh, you know, full stack uh, operations over in Indonesia as well. Good job, siblings. Do you have plans on expanding further? We no, do. no, absolutely. Hmm. I mean, even in Indonesia, we have, look, we, we have yet to cover the whole Indonesia. As you know, it's a very, very large country, right? So even in Indonesia, we want to keep covering more big cities in, in the country. But beyond Indonesia and Singapore, obviously, we, we are confident that the platform will deliver a lot of value to both vets and pet parents across the region, right? So, you know, you can bet that where there's a large addressable market where our platform can really add value, we want to be there. Wow. Are you the only vet telemedicine provider in the region? I can say we're certainly the most comprehensive and the most uh, integrated in that, you know, we really bring together the online and offline. We match it all on one platform. And it's all processed seamlessly, right? In the event that medicine is not suitable, right? You can be referred seamlessly for offline care and, you know, mm. you have your consultation fee offset against the clinic. So, I mean, I haven't come across any in Singapore. Are you perhaps the only one here in Singapore? Uh, I think there is another vet teleconsult. Okay. But the thing is, we got to take note, for us, we're not just a vet teleconsult. We're not mm. focused on vet only. Mm-hmm. We're also focusing on owners. Okay, so so from it's because we are pet owners ourselves. Right. So that's the reason why we came out with the two portals. So it's not just a portal for vets to use, but on top of that is our owner portal because owners then can use it as a way to store their pet record. I'm sure you had that issue when you had to call 
a lot of clinics to call them up for their reports and blood tests. But now, what owners can do, they can just upload all the past records, their medical, their blood tests, their x-ray, everything online. So instead of having bringing a stack of documents to the clinic, they can have access online. Wonderful. Yeah. And um, yeah. an account is free to start up with Polyclinic, for right? Sure. It is free. It is free. For owners, it is free. They only have to pay, start paying when they actually book appointments, whether it's for teleconsult or physical appointment. And for the vet, it is free to register too. And the only time they start, like the platform starts taking a fee is when they actually have a teleconsult or physical consult with them. Yeah. So there right. is no registration fee. Well, we'll look forward to you scaling the business and taking the Singaporean startup global. Thank you both for chatting with me today. Jun Yong Tong and Dr. Rachel Tong, they're both co-founders of Polyclinic. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.